Hey everyone, my name is Fallon Griffey and today I'm going to talk to you about technology in classrooms. Now I'm going to talk specifically with technology and assessments. So to start us off, the Office of Education of Technology says, educators and institutions should be mindful of whether they are measuring what is easy to measure or what is most valuable to measure. Assessment is the main component of education has changed incredibly over the years. What we used to just use paper and pencil assessments now have taken a turn into more technology-based and assessing what actually really matters. So in our classrooms, you know, we don't see as much paper and pencil assessments as um, more classrooms and more districts are becoming one-to-one -one with technology. Um, incorporating technology into assessment is full of benefits from real-time feedback assessing more complex thinking, which actually promotes higher level of thinking. And another thing is accessibility. This is huge in our classrooms. Paper and pencil just doesn't cut it. Um, from text to speech and speech to text, communication for deaf people, and to help students who have English as their second language. Um, also just doing things from changing the fonts and have different colors or making the fonts and the text bigger for children that might have a hard time seeing things. There's so many different ways that technology can make things more accessible for, um, for children and adults. Um, according to Dr. Ismaili from the Turkish Online Journal, they say the essential features of CRSs, which are classroom response systems, help teachers and effectively transforming the classroom from teacher-centered to student-centered. This takes place because CRSs help in assessing students' learning by pulling subject-related questions, collecting students' responses instantly and quickly, and finally projecting these responses to the whole class. Now, I'm not really sure about the response to the whole class. Um, I guess that depends if you're doing like a poplet where everyone is adding to the same document Otherwise, if it's more of an assessment, maybe some kids might be a little bit more reserved and not want to see their answer on the board so everyone can judge it. That one I was a little iffy about. Um, but the rest of them are all promising when assessing students. He also says that what teachers or what added to teachers' preference in accepting to use CRSs as a part of technology-based formative assessment is their user-friendly features they hold. So in my classroom, I have used Kahoot, Poplet, and Google Forms as a quick formative assessment, but I've also used Seesaw, which is an app or a program because it works on all different operating systems that can be used for formative and a summative assessment. Um, you can get feedback instantly and send feedback quickly to the students. You can also get a good glance if you put it on a certain tab to see everybody's response at the same time. So you can just get a quick reference of who understands the content and who may need a little bit more help. Furthermore, according to Dissecting Assessment, a paradigm shift towards technology-enhanced assessments, um, technology-enhanced assessments promote self-directed learning as results and feedback are usually personalized through self-assessments and not compared with any other student. So going back to what I said with having your whole class um, seeing everyone's responses, some students might feel very, you know, unconfident and not wanting that attention. So I actually really like that this is not compared with any other student. 
I want my children to feel safe. Now, it's one thing if you're just adding like a quick little um, picture, maybe they're at, you know asked to put some evidence behind this picture. What what do you think might happen next? Something silly or just a quick thing. But if it's actually an assessment and maybe some kids might be nervous to even share what they're thinking, I don't think sharing that in front of the whole class is very beneficial. That's where rapport with your children and students actually makes a difference. Um, they also say that computer-based tests embedded in the learning environment have proven to be motivating for students who are given the opportunity to self-evaluate and monitor their learning in realistic settings. Motivating, um, to me, motivating students is a thing that all teachers want to do in education. We want to make learning more fun, more engaging. So technology can help with this when it's used effectively. Um, a lot of people sometimes think that technology is just used in meaningless ways, like, oh, you can just go in this game, you know, not really getting that higher order thinking. But when using technology-based assessments, children are more engaged and they're getting feedback right away, which helps promote self-awareness and can help them prepare goals for themselves. Um, this is one reason why I love iReady in my classroom. This is a program that my district used for diagnostic testing, but also it provides lessons based on that data um, to drive some um, different lessons on what indiv each individual child needs. So not only does it do that, but it sends feedback to them, the students, and to me. So I can see, hey, this child over here is not understanding this domain. I need to go back and maybe reteach them this or even assign another lesson on iReady because you are also able to assign more lessons on top of what they are giving to the child as well. So this is, I mean, iReady is a huge thing. It gives you formative and summative data, and it just gives, it's not meaningless tasks for these children. Um, to piggyback off of that, the article, Using Technology Tools for Formative Assessments by Robertson, says that DECA, which is another author they just referenced, found an element that supports teachers most when an integrating technology-based one-to-one feedback is the immediacy of feedback. Additionally, students can further develop their critical thinking skills while reviewing and reflecting on individual or class results and feedback. Um, I think that also goes well with peer feedback. So when the children are old enough, even I guess with my grades, since I teach first, second, third, maybe second and third can kind of give more peer feedback and feel more confident to do that. Um, a key word that I have found in most of these articles and research is the word feedback. So I like that because, I mean, with technology, you get data real quickly. You are able to give feedback to the child more quickly, which in return helps everything. Instead of sitting there grading a paper and pencil, and taking that time out of your day to do that. And a lot of times it's just memorization. It's not helping you or the child succeed. So when it's doing higher order thinking and giving you immediate feedback, you really can grasp what the child knows. Um, Brian Gain from his article, he shows an upside down triangle. And at each point it has observation, interpretation, and cognition. Um, then they go further and explain what each one means. So cognition, a view of science that articulates the knowledge, skills, and abilities that are necessary to productively engage in scientific reasoning and discourse. For observation, it says scenarios and tasks that afford students the opportunity to demonstrate their capacity for knowledge and use 
And then, of course, interpretation, which is scoring guidelines that explicitly uh, connect the features in students' response to knowledge, skills, and abilities articulated in the cognition vertex. So I really like this representation. Um, we know that assessment is never the end point in education. It is a reoccurring thing. We look at what we've done with, this, with the children, get that data, make adjustments, try something new, get more data and interpret it. Because we always want our children are the center of what we do. And you want to make sure we're meeting all their needs and making sure that we're actually having meaningful data and not just pointless things. Um, we teach students curriculum and then we observe when the students are assessing to see what they know. Then we interpret that data and make adjustments based on that feedback we received. And then so technology actually just really helps in this representation tremendously because it gives us quick feedback and data. Um, later on, Gain says, as this con uh, conception changes and expands, as in now the case for our science, science prophecy, technology affords opportunities to substantially change and extend the observation interpret um, interpretation vertices of the assessment triangle in order to more adequately represent and assess the constructs of interest. So technology is really enhancing this little triangle that they prepared. It gives us more opportunities to observe our children and more chances to interpret what that data means. We get more data quickly, which means we are able to help the children more quickly and effectively. Um, technology is essential for 21st learner classrooms. So furthermore, linking technology to assessments is so crucial to every teacher that is teaching now. We need to make sure we're making that shift if you have not already to having more technology-based assessments and technology-based lessons that are um, meaningful and not just pointless. Uh, this has been kind of a challenge for me in my classroom because Montessori is more hands-on. Now it's not really paper and pencil, it is hands-on with materials, but I have slowly incorporated some different lessons that are online. So I might find those same materials on the online app or website that the kids can also use as manipulatives. Um, Seesaw, like I said, is a great resource I use in my classroom because it is useful data. It's not just meaningless work just to put to the side. It's actually see what my kids know, see what mistakes they're making, and so I can see what I can do to further their learning. Um, not only is technology making it more engaging for students, um, technology-based assessments can give quick feedback, allow students to self-reflect, and to show what they know in new and meaningful ways. So this is a transformation of assessment. Paper and pencil just doesn't cut it to the extent of technology. Not only does technology help drive assessment, but technology is important to teach and to teach students how to use it appropriately because it is a skill they will need when they leave us and leave the schooling. Um, technology is huge. Businesses are going to be looking for those technology skills, and that's what drives our curriculum. So we need to make sure that we are not just using it for meaningless ways. We need to make sure we're using it for assessment and data and really driving those goals. Um, and that is it for my little episode on technology and assessment. And I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you.